What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Dave. And this is Devin. And you're listening to the Dave and Dev Podcast. Dave and Dev. Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev. On my job like Dave and Dev. Tell no lie like Dave and Dev. Some days I wanna stay in bed, but I get ready for the day ahead. I wanna complain, but I pray instead. Then I'm on my way to the Dave and Dev. And it go like, I don't need a crew. Don't play by he say, she say rules. Don't play, no, we can't do. I'd rather have faith while G.O.D. make moves. So please stay cool. All, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do. I'm a sinner myself. No lie, I need grace too. We lit like EKU. Yeah. What's up, what's up, man? How's it going, Devin? Hey, what's up, Dave? I'm so glad to be back. How are you doing, man? I'm just... Bro, back like we never left, but for real, it's been forever. Yeah, man, it, it has. It has. What's been going on with you, man? Well, you know, life uh, life has been going on. So um, about three weeks ago now, two and a half, three weeks ago, uh, Sheena and I, the fam, we moved to Indianapolis another relocation uh, for my job. Uh, happy to be up here and uh, doing something that gives me a little more time to, to be with them. And it's just been a really great experience so far. Uh, we're liking where we live at, but bro, it is cold up here. Yesterday, it was in parts of Indianapolis. It was less than zero degrees. Like Amen. that's just like in Kentucky, that don't happen like that. <laughs> That's that's basically my whole childhood from October to March. It was just cold. And so you're about Cleveland. to get a good taste of that. That's like Cleveland life. Yeah, man, what's been up with you? Yeah, man, uh, just like you, I started a new job. Well, we didn't have to move from Kentucky, though. We're still, we're still in Kentucky. Um, and then adjusting to the married life, and that's been great. That's been great so far, so. Just uh, just excited to to get back on the podcast. Actually, have some time just to breathe and yeah. get back on the podcast with Dave and and, uh, and and get this thing started. Hopefully, it's like riding a bike. You know, listen. I I feel like it's gonna be like riding a bike. Like we're just gonna hop on there and just keep on rolling. Or it could be like riding a bike for the first time ever. We could just crash. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't feel that. But hey, listen, I saw you yesterday was Valentine's Day. We're recording this on uh, February 15th. Yes. And I saw you swing a golf club at from a top golf video. And I'm not going to lie. I was lightweight impressed. Hey, let me tell you this. I've only been to the driving range three times in my life. The first time was in 2016. The second time was with my father-in-law last summer and then last night so i don't bro I, you i don't have a lot you of hit the ball like you crushed it oh yeah i shout out to my father-in-law for teaching me how to how to hit a golf ball honestly yeah dude i mean like i just don't anticipate seeing like a six eight 
you know, black dude on the PGA Tour. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you work hard at it, you can go do that if you want. Next Tiger Woods. Little Tiger Woods there. I mean, I want to pick up golfing one day. I mean, it seems like the thing to do. Like, (laughs) I can't play basketball forever. That's just that's just the truth. This is a fact. There's going to be ball is not life. Exactly because uh, I can't. I can't. I can't get. If I get, my wife told me if I if I get hurt one more time, I'm retired. I'm forcibly retiring. Oh man, I feel it. I feel it. I've been I've been injured so many different times with nagging injuries, and then now. I mean, no offense to the people I'm playing with, but it's men's league, so it doesn't mean anything. So, yeah. so if you get hurt, it's coming out of my own insurance. Exactly. So, yeah, it may be it may be time to pick up golfing. I I just know that that's what the future holds for me. Is a lot of is a lot of golfing. Man, especially with your new job, bro, you get to kick it around with a lot of different people. It might be a good hobby to have. Yeah, I know a lot of people who love to do it. I just always felt like I was missing out on something because I couldn't golf. And so now this is a time for me to learn. Like, all I know how to do is drive the ball. That's that's the thing. I, I've been putt-putting, and I know how to drive the ball. And hopefully – There's just no mid-game. There's no mid-game at all. I, I've never been golfing, like, doing, like, a actual golfing in a golf course in my life. Oh, snap. Yeah, so – I'm gonna have to figure that out soon. Otherwise, I'm, it's gonna be a long, long, long time for me. But they say golf is like the most frustrating game, so we'll see. Oh, it definitely is. I've been several times, and I am terrible. And it is—it makes me really mad because I've never been so bad at anything in my life. Oh gosh, I'm nervous for myself then. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so you moved to so. Tell me about this a little bit about, about this move to Indianapolis. Have you got to explore the city at all? You know, I've gotten to do one thing, and you know me, I'm a giant NBA fan. I've loved me loved the NBA since I was a little kid. Um, you know, I I loved watching AI and uh, you know the end of MJ's career, and uh, you know seeing a bunch of you know people come through the league, and I was never close to an NBA city you know, living in the Cincinnati area growing up, mm-hmm. you know, the closest was Cleveland and Indiana, the Pacers. I remember being a kid and my mom hated the Pacers because uh, Reggie Miller. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we... She hated uh, Reggie? She she did not like Reggie, but I think it was just like a, a... Like she just had beef, you know what I'm saying? Like she thought he was a good player, but, you know. Whatever. I thought and Reggie then, was the man. But go ahead. Well, well, here's the thing that you got to think of. Like, when I was in, like, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, like, that's when LeBron came on the scene. Yeah. And so, like, when I was, like, in my formative years, like, all I knew was LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, like, I always wanted to go up to Cleveland to see a game when he played there, but I just never got to do it. So, anyway, um, all the years I've been an NBA fan, I've never been to a game. And uh, so last weekend, me and uh, Sheena were kicking it, and uh, she was like, man, for Valentine's Day, I really want to get you something, but, like, I don't want to get you shoes. I don't want to get you, you know, because I love shoes. I always buy shoes. If I have any money, I'm going to get them. You're sneaking um, for sure. <laughs> so she was like, why don't you do something you never have have done or you never get to do? And I was like, 
you know, that's a good idea. Like, let me just see what's around. So actually, what's funny is I kicked around the idea of going to Top Golf because I heard it was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just looking for things to do in Indianapolis, you know, because we had just moved. And I was like, oh my gosh, a Pacers game. Like, what? Like, no brainer. Like, let me go see the Pacers. And so, uh, yeah, man, it was really cool. I got the opportunity uh, to go on Wednesday and watch them play the Bucks. Uh, it was a really, really fun game. Uh, I went to went with one of my uh, buddies from work, and uh, it was a cool bonding experience to get to know him because I've only worked with him for about ten days at that point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, dude, the Bucks are really good, even without Giannis. In case anyone was wondering, uh, <laughs> the Pacers just played a little bit better, and yeah, it was a it was a really cool experience. One of these days, we gotta have a uh, we gotta have have a preview day of who we think is going to go to the finals. Yes. The Bucks make an interesting case. That should be case. upcoming. They really do. I don't know that there's many teams in the East that can win two or three games in a seven-game series against them, Ooh. if any. That's a, that's a bowl. That's a bowl. That's a hot take right there. That's a super hot take. And it's not even hot take Tuesday. Yes. So, speaking of the NBA – uh, if unless you live under a rock, you know that Kobe Bryant recently died along with his daughter and seven other people in a helicopter crash. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Mamba. Yeah, and that was that was a really really sad sad moment. It, I think it was it was it was startling to a lot of people because of how sudden it was. But for sure, um, Dave, what were some of your favorite memories? Of, of Kobe growing up? Man, so, uh, again, as I've already said, like, I kind of grew up, like, in proximity to LeBron, you know, just him being so close in Ohio. Um, and so, for me, I was, like, Team Bronny from day one. And right around that time was a few years before is when Kobe came into the league, won the dunk contest. Uh, I remember being in middle school basketball. And uh, the day after Kobe dropped 81 on the Raptors and uh, me being like, oh, snap, like Kobe's for real, (laughs) you know, and at that time, when he he dropped 81, I thought it was a typo on the screen. I know, I know. So I used to wait for the bus. Those teams were so good. So we used to wait for the bus, like growing up, you know, a sports center should come on, they should just play it over and over again. So I was just watching this, and I would just watch the highlights over and over and over again. Like, this cannot be real. Because he had, like, 27 at halftime. So it's like, so you're yeah, telling me off. this dude went berserk in the second half. And, yeah, that's what I mean. I knew Kobe was legit after that. that was, that's a video. <laughs> that's a video game right there. <laughs> that's absolutely uh, 2K my player numbers. Well, because did yes. like – Two days or two, like a week before or something like that, he had like 60 and three quarters and they took him out? Yes. Yeah. Dang. Exactly. Exactly. I, um, it's funny though, because like when Kobe played, like probably the first 10 or 12 seasons of his career, it was one of those things that from, you know, being so far away from him, you know, he was on the West Coast. I very rarely watched him play in the regular season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until the, the playoffs and the uh, championship series that, you know, I ever really watched him play. I loved Shaq. Uh, so when Shaq went there, I kind of like 
enjoyed watching them because of Shaq, but I kind of, honestly, I was like a little bit of a player hater on Kobe, like while those first like 10, 11, 12 seasons. Oh, for sure. It was some beef going on there. And because in it, it wasn't like out of disrespect. It was because he was so good. You were like, I want him to get beat. He's the villain, right? Like he was a villain to me. And he loved that role um, too, especially when he Shaq, loved when that Shaq left. It was he, he. He was okay with being the villain. He lived in that that role. So yeah, man, it was so. It really wasn't until his last two or three seasons, and I actually remember watching his last game with you. Yeah, and be like, we were just like, yo, like we were cheering for him to keep scoring, like. I'll never forget. Like that was that was one of the coolest sports memories I have. Um, uh, you know, especially with just another a fellow sports fan and and somebody that respected his game so much, like like we did. Um, and it, it really made me. There were times in those last couple seasons where I saw him fighting through injuries and fighting to get on the court. Um, that it made me really gain a whole new respect for him. And 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 that last game when he dropped, what did he have that last game? Sixty two or sixty? Six. Yeah, it was. I knew it was sixty or sixty two or something like that. This man had the ultimate green light that game. But uh, yeah, that was such a cool moment to watch together uh, and experience with you. And I remember Sheena being there, and she was even excited about it. Like, oh man, this is so cool watching him do this, and it, it felt so surreal, you know. Yeah, this man literally did not pass the ball the whole entire game. Nope. <laughs> but hey, it, I mean, it was a good memory. It was a good memory. I say sports memories. So I actually uh, grew up in Indiana until I was 10. And I was a huge Reggie Miller fan. And remember, they made the finals. And, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, they're going to get, they're going to get a championship. But this is when the Lakers dynasty was just starting. <laughs> And they smoked him. And from that moment, like, as a little kid, you you don't really have any real loyalties to teams. So I was, like, Team L.A. all the way. Because I I was, like, a big Shaq dude. Yeah. And I remember watching them play. um, Of course, the memories come back when, like, when they play the Portland Trailblazers in an alley-oop to Shaq. Yeah. That was a good memory. And then – Sitting and just win championships over and over again. But when Shaq left, I think that's when my Kobe beef started because I was Team Shaq. And then I feel that when I moved to Cleveland, I had a team to root for. And that's when I started becoming more loyal to the team because I get to see LeBron every night. <laughs> right. And then that helps. You, you would see people talk about Kobe, it's like saying Kobe was the next MJ. I'm like, okay, yep. wait a second. You're just going to disrespect my mans like this. <laughs> and there was, to me, there was like a little bit of like a tension. I remember as a kid going to watch them play uh, in Cleveland. And I just, I could not stand Kobe. I think, but he, he kind of just lived in that role. And, he, and he, the dude was, dude was the man. And I mean, what do you think, Dave? You think he's a top 10, top 15 dude, top five? Ooh, I'm. I would not say top five. I I definitely give him top top ten, top eight maybe. I only hesitate on top five just because there's some people that are just so so great at that top of that list yeah. that it would be really hard for me to move them down. And also, I don't have the experience of seeing them play live. You know, I'm when I said I'm thinking Bird Magic, uh, 
Kareem, Will. You know, I think those are those five are uh, they they have to be up there in the top six or seven. You know, with MJ. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them top ten for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah it was I mean, my memories of Kobe. I started to end the Kobe beef when he started getting injured a lot. Yeah, me too. And uh, that's when I knew, okay, this is about to end soon. You just got to appreciate the dude for who he is. Bro, exactly. And uh, so he, it was it was a good time watching him. And then afterwards, I thought it was like his last year was really cool. His uh, his letter to basketball, the way he retired, the way yep. he went out. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I mean, he obviously wasn't going to make the playoffs his last year, but they made a push. And For sure. And seeing him. Seeing him that last game, like you said, seeing seeing watching that with you, that was pretty cool. And seeing him just do what Kobe was going to do, which was not, which was not pass the ball at all, and just shoot every. If you get any kind of daylight, just shoot the ball, which was, which was it, like only Kobe could do that in his last game. Only cool. Only Kobe. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, let's shift gears real quick. I want to ask you this question and uh, kind of pose this uh, from a different. Uh, perspective, you know, and this is something that if you've listened to our podcast, you've you've heard discussions like these. So, <clears throat> how do we as Christians look at Kobe's death? How should we look at his death? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, a uh, couple things. The first thing is, I think it teaches us to number our days, and it's a phrase you hear in the Bible quite a bit. Um, but when I say that, I don't mean Hey man, just live life to the fullest. Absolutely, YOLO. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just mean, I mean like, this life is not is a, is a vapor. It's a it's a, this life is a vapor, and so nothing in this life is guaranteed. And so it's here today, gone tomorrow. And who are we to say, man, he died too soon? Mm. We don't we don't know when our when our hour is coming. Yeah, I think I heard it like this before life is like being on death row we we all know the ending but we don't know the time it's happening yeah and that's a super morbid way to think about it but in a way it's just kind of true so we got you really have a couple options that you can either get distracted by all the things happening in life or make your life mean something and the only way as a christian that we can make our life mean something is to glorify God. Mm, yeah. And I mean, based off of Kobe's life that we know of, there was nothing in his life that makes me believe that he was a professing believer, sadly enough. Mm-hmm. I know there's that clip of him going around talking about you got to carry a cross and whatnot and there were some people will say well he went to mass before before he died and mass is is essentially it's like church for for roman catholics without getting too theological in that but when you die a lot of like the things people say about you was was really your character of how you lived a life and some of the things that I noticed is because I've been I've been to unfortunately I've been to a lot of funerals growing up. 
And so mm-hmm. you always hear how people, people always have nice things to say about it. But something's different when you go to a believer's funeral. Yep. They always mention that person's faith. And so when I saw, like, the only, when I saw these interviews, and they were sad, man. I saw Shaq was on there, the TNT crew, yep. and talked about it. But when I saw all these people talking, the best things they could say about him was he was a good dad. Mm-hmm. He was a good athlete. He was doing good things in the community. But nothing about his faith. Not to say that we're the judges of where he's going to be at. I mean, who knows where he could be at. But I'm just saying, as there's nothing in his life leading up to that to, to make me believe that he was a believer. And, I, and like I said, going back to that point where he said, you got to carry your cross. And he was kind of, he was being really spiritual at the time. That clip was during his rape trial. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a bad time, how many of us have said, Jesus, Jesus, just get me out of this. I'll do whatever you want. And then mm-hmm. they, and we turn our backs after we get out of the situation. Sure. So, I mean, I, I, in an effort not to be cold-hearted towards the whole situation, I mean, I, I do see a lot of rest in peace. Kobe's in heaven now. And I just, as a Christian, I would just be very careful because we don't know if he's in peace. Sure. sure. I don't know, Dave. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree. I think it's a really interesting uh, thing to think on, especially in our society. Um, you know, we are we are in love with people that we don't know. <laughs> and we idolize and we um we put people in these insane positions of high status uh-huh. that quite frankly they don't deserve right um and i'm talking about anybody <laughs> like from a, a basketball player to a, another professional athlete to a politician yeah. to even to even bro to a pastor like we put people in positions that they don't deserve Um, and like, I think that it puts us in a really bad spot and it sets us up for a lot of heartbreak when something happens, whether they prove to be somebody that they're not, or like that we, you know, didn't think they were, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, they, you know, God forbid pass away at a, you know, young age or, you know, anything happens to them, right? Like, so we, when we elevate people in that that way and we put them in such a high status there's this letdown and um especially when somebody passes we have this oh i loved them and like so therefore i know that they were a good person and we know as believers that like being good doesn't get you to heaven like being saved by jesus gets you to heaven mm-hmm. uh and walking in in repentance and um, a, a new light gets you to heaven, um, and that's not the goal. The goal is to spend eternity with with the Lord, you know. And so, um, heaven is just the place in which that manifests, right? So, like, it's really hard. And you know, for me, I I was sad 
I, I am sad. Like, it's extremely sad. It's heartbreaking. I think we'll touch on the, you know, one of the pieces here in just a minute. But, um, you know, for me, it's just, it's hard. And as believers, I think it, it furthers the cause that we have to do a better job at telling others about, about our faith. Um, we have to do a better job at, at loving people really well and bringing them into the fold of our church, of our small group, of our, um, our lives just in general that says, Hey, look like this life is a vapor. This life is short. And like, I just want you to know that like, I found, you know, something that, that is untouchable on this planet, right. That won't ever let me down. And being able to share our faith, share the gospel with people and do it in a loving manner that says, Hey, look like in light of this, like, Look at this. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what status or position you're in, um, you know, what what dream job you have. Like this life can be gone in an instant. It can be gone in one second. So let me tell you about this and let me love you enough so that you know that, you know, you can have the same faith and you can know the same Jesus. Uh, Like, let me meet you where you are. Let him meet you where you are. Like, that's what I think of, and I think that that's where we have to stand in the space and and love people well to do that. Yeah, I think we're definitely anomalies from based off of what I've seen on Twitter so far is when the reactions to Kobe's death. And, I mean, it's really sad. I will say that it is, I mean, it is something that you can be sad over, but we have to look at it as Christians in light of the gospel. Right, and I, for me, it showed me how much how many people don't truly understand the gospel. Yep. Um, I had a conversation with the with the with the person, and they told me that a lot of people love Kobe, therefore Kobe is in heaven, and that correlation mm-hmm. is just nowhere to be found. And I said, and that person claimed claimed to be a Christian. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and I, that you know, you have to just tell that person in the most loving, truthful way. I'm sorry, but that's not correct. That's not in the Bible. This is what right. Jesus says about this, and just continue to share the gospel with that person. Right. There, but there was one thing that was constantly said about Kobe, and it was a trend that happened on social media. Afterwards, it was the hashtag girl dad. So this yep. question goes out to you, Dave, is in light of you being a father and having a beautiful young lady as a daughter. How does this make you reflect on what it means to be a father? <sighs> Bro, this. uh, This was probably the hardest part for me, um, especially you know, post-retirement um, in a very public way, but also somehow privately as well. Um, we got to see from a distance Kobe be a really good dad, um, specifically to Gigi. And we saw it facilitate in how he coached her, um, how he talked about her, you know, whether it was in the interviews or um, – you know, just right in front of her or whatever. He he was just 
extremely, um, extremely affectionate towards her in a way that uh, you saw the love that he had and he wanted to, he wanted to give her this life of like, that like you can go and be great too. It doesn't matter that you're not a boy, right? Like I heard somebody ask him about, I think it maybe was like a late night show like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Uh, they had asked him about a situation in which somebody was like, oh, are you guys going to try for another boy? So you can have somebody run the, you know, Kobe legacy type thing. And Gianna was with him and she said, oh, he don't need a boy for that. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just I just imagined Elena and her spunkiness uh, saying something like that. But, uh, yeah, man, this was just the hardest part for me. And um, I just like that, you know, he had other children of course he had three i think three other daughters um and or two other daughters and um so to just see the i can't imagine how scary that was in those last moments mm-hmm. uh, i can't imagine the thoughts going through his head my heart is broken for vanessa uh and the and the kids that remain and it's just this was a really hard piece and it just, it once again, just goes to show you how short life is. And uh, it really, I'll never forget coming home from work. Uh, I left a little early that day when I found out. And uh, I just came home and, and held Elena uh, really, really tightly and, and loved on my my son and, and Sheena as well. And just, you know, like, man, like that could be me coming home from work. You know, it looks different. It's not in a helicopter. and It's not going to be blasted on the news, but. Like, this time on Earth is very short. It's very brief in the scope of eternity. And there's something about when you become a dad, man, that, like, especially as a believer, you have a a little glimpse into God's character, right? Uh, I am very, like, like, I am not close to, like, God's character uh, by nature. But... Um, there's these things that you've come to see about God's, you know, character and his and the way he treats us and the way he loves us unconditionally uh, that you feel that about your kids. And mm. um, like Elena loves to watch basketball and she loves to throw the <laughs> we call it the big ball. It's the regulation size ball. She loves to pass it back and forth with me. Bounce pass, chest pass. Uh she likes it when I spin it on my finger, dribble or uh, whatever with her. And like, I just saw that and there was just so many correlations and there, there was just a couple of days after and, and a week or two after that. I just, every time I looked at her, I just, I got sad, you know, that, um, that Kobe had to experience that in his last moments, the, the fear and the, the, I just can imagine just how awful that was. And so, yeah, man, that, that was that was definitely the hard part, man. And I will tell you, it has made me just really appreciate um, this this time with my with my family, my daughter, my son, my wife, and understand that you know every day could be the last one, and that I need to do my best to love them the best I can, and uh, show others that how important that is. You know, I'm trying to 
you know, make sure that my life reflects a manner of, of gratitude and, you know, the brevity and the the shortness of this life is something that I always want to tell people about and uh, show them that I care and love for them in that way to kind of tie into the last question we discussed too. So Yeah, take that Mamba mentality and the fatherhood. Exactly. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's really that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. I, I really appreciate that. Sure, man. Well, all right. That is a real short but sweet podcast. Um, yeah, man. I, I really, it was good yeah. to get back in the saddle. Yeah, I was going to say, I really enjoyed, especially, I mean, we get to have these kind of conversations again. Unfortunately, it had to be talked about something that was sad, but we get to talk about it in light of the gospel. And so, mm. and that's always something that God, God is glorified not in that. Absolutely. The greatest news. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Dave, man, I appreciate it. Let's do this again Absolutely. sometime. Let's not wait like six months for this to happen again. <laughs> I, I think, I think on behalf of myself and all the listeners, we don't want to wait six months. Let's just, let's just go ahead and just, let's do, let's do this again sooner. Yeah, let's keep it rolling, man. I agree. Well, all right, man. It's been real. Peace. Peace.